Hello world, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I would like to share with you something very special to me. It is a gift, a gift that has allowed me to experience a glimpse of what I've been looking for. A very simple gift with the power to push your awareness off the cliff of perceived separateness and into an ocean of deep stillness allowing you to experience a sweet taste of your own inherent oneness. When I initially received this gift, I began to notice my views on life were no longer as important as they once were. The world around me was still out there, as it had always been, but my perception of it was now different. It was a lot less hypnotic, a lot less personal. I could find joy from simplicity. There was no longer any need for distractions. A sunset was a lot more than just a sunset. A pair of eyes on a stranger were now my eyes looking back at me. It was as if everything had become me, and I had become everything. At last, I thought. It was the shift in awareness I had been in search of for so long. So many years spent seeking outside of me for spiritual growth, trying and failing to understand complex teachings, thinking they were the way out, out of my incessant state of suffering, which up to this point had governed my entire life, a ceaseless suffering that would fluctuate in intensity, but always in full control of me, dictating my every thought and emotion. I lived in this state of perpetual resistance against myself, unable to see my own faults and accept my inner struggles, feeling defeated every time I got lost in fear or any of the other manipulative emotions ego savagely used to tame me, condemning me to an existence of mental servitude, a life in mental captivity restrained by ego to serve ego, and all done in a manner with such finesse and subtlety, it made me believe the illusion to be real. So I went on living, Believing in every thought, ego whispered, fooled to believe I was free to think, free to direct my life, and free to love. This was my life under his rule, and like a power-hungry monarch viciously ruling his subjects with an iron grip, he vowed to never let me go. At first, it came as a shock to learn the grip had begun to loosen its hold on me, a hold once so rigid and seemingly eternal, a hold now weakening rapidly as I continued to utter those sacred words, words I had heard before but never spoken. This time they resonated, they spoke loud and clear to me. I felt their vibrations dive deep within me, violently shaking my soul to awaken, to wake up from the long nap, 
it was time to rise. While this was occurring, I could sense the ego in me become alarmed, alarmed with fear, fear of dying. So it prepared to fight, to fight a deadly war, a war that was over before it began. The more I uttered those sacred words, the more my soul regained his strength. I could feel him rise within me, getting stronger and stronger after every syllable. It was as if the words or sound within the words were nourishing a weakened body, mending a broken spirit, bringing back to life what was once close to death. As it arose and began to resonate stronger, I could sense my ego prepared to fight, prepared to strike, determined to stay in power. He was ready to deal the first deadly blow. They were both charging towards each other. On one end, I was experiencing intense fear and on the other, a deep stillness. When the time came for them to clash, a battle eagle had all intentions of winning. He was outmaneuvered. His opponent's tactics was nothing he had prepared for. Eagle came prepared to fight, but expecting stillness to fight back was his downfall. The soul never fought back. It did not have to. Instead, it submerged itself into ego, embracing it, just as it had embraced me. The self did not have to force ego to release me. Ego did it voluntarily. I felt as if the same awakening that was happening to me was also happening to him. We were both being awakened. My imprisonment was his imprisonment. My release was also his release. All the years I spent playing a role of a captive, suffering for the sake of suffering, thinking of myself as a victim of ego's stronghold. Now I see there was never anything to escape from, no ego to hold me down, no ego to hold me captive. It was all an illusion. An illusory reality created by me for my own amusement. It was as if I was playing a game, a game with myself, a game to see how realistic I could make the illusion feel. So I went all out, giving the game plots and filling it with drama, anything to make the game feel more realistic. I even gave it a hero. And of course, a villain, a villain to blame, to blame responsibility for anything and everything. Now that my long nap is over, I can see and feel what had been hitting right in front of me all along, hitting by me so I could one day find it, so I could one day return to the joy and simplicity of my true nature, our true nature. A true nature that's inherent in everyone. It's there. It has always been there. It's in the background. 
letting you play, letting you dream, letting you become consumed in your own story until that day. The day you begin to get tired, tired of the dream, exhausted of pretending to be a captive of your own illusion. This is my gift to you, a very special gift, the gift of finding yourself after countless lifetimes pretending to be lost. The gift will open the door for you, just as it did for me. You could say the gift is like your house keys. It has the power to open your front door and welcome you back home, so you can return to where you belong, to where there is no pain, to where no one can hurt you, because there is no one to hurt you. This gift is of great significance, but in the end, it's just a gift. Yes, it is the key back home, but it's your readiness what gives it its power. The power to unlock the front door, but you have to be ready. Otherwise, it will not turn the key. It will not let you in. You have to be ready. By this, I mean you have to be willing to let go, to let go of your story, that story you tell yourself about yourself. This can only happen when you become exhausted exhausted of pretending to be someone you're not. Only then, true freedom can be experienced. A freedom to reunite with self, to recall how it feels to be whole, to be complete, to be one, one with all. Hey world, I hope you have enjoyed part one of this podcast. In part two, we will focus on opening your gift. Please like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, be kind. Be kind to yourself and others. Thank you.